Welcome to Big Skywriter, the podcast for storytellers of all shapes and sizes. Whether you write novels, teach classes, or just tell your friends what you did last weekend, if you're a storyteller, this podcast is for you. Here's the host of Big Skywriter, Clint Morey. Well, it's over. Usually, the celebration lasts much longer than it did this year, but there's no mistaking the fact that it is finally over. I was doing a little mall walking yesterday. Yes, mall walking. It was 10 degrees outside. So I went in the mall. And there was the proof right before my eyes. The C's candy store was closed. The shelves were empty. A worker was cleaning up the place. Now, usually, C's hangs around for a couple of weeks after Christmas, but not this year. It's gone. That makes it official. The Christmas season is over. But not to worry. Some seasons continue. Tis the season to be scammed. Now, I've been receiving a lot of emails lately concerning this special season from a number of sources. The banks I do business with have given me tips on how to avoid being scammed. My credit card company has told me what to avoid in order to not be scammed. Even the Veterans Administration has sent me tips on what to look out for in dealing with people who want to steal from me. Now, internet-based scams have been around for a long time. I can remember I used to get emails from Nigerian princes who had access to millions of dollars that they wanted to share with me. All I had to do was send them just a little bit of money. Well, I never took advantage of those offers and chose to remain poor. Now, through the years, I received messages from bank presidents, lawyers, accountants, and other important-sounding officials who told me of large deposits, usually worth millions of dollars, that were registered in my name. And I didn't have to send them any money. All I had to do was verify that I was me, meaning they just wanted a few pieces of information from me. And then I would have access to those large deposits, which they assured me were legally mine. Now, fortunately, my spam filter catches most of those offers, and I'm spared the burden of being filthy rich. But in the last few weeks, a number of emails have managed to avoid my spam filter and land in my inbox. Now, some of these were easy to spot. Wells Fargo sent me a note that my account had been hacked and they needed to verify my information. Now, since I don't have an account with Wells Fargo, it seemed pretty obvious my account wasn't hacked. So I didn't respond to the email, but notified my email provider that it was a phishing attempt. And from Merriam-Webster, it says the practice of tricking Internet users, as through the use of deceptive email messages or websites, into revealing personal or confidential information which can then be used illicitly. That's phishing. Well, some of the emails that evaded my spam filter were not so obvious to spot. My bank wants to know. Now, I received an email from my bank, and they indicated someone was trying to access my account, and they needed me to verify it wasn't me. Now, since I do have an account with that bank, I figured I should probably get this cleared up. But 
I did not click on the links in the email they so conveniently provided. Ready? Here's the advice. Never, never click on the links in such an email. Instead, I opened up a new tab on my browser and logged into my bank. I checked the notifications and there was no information about potential problems. So, I let my email provider know that this was also a phishing attempt. And then there was a company that I pay an annual fee for a service they provide. They sent me a thank you note for the automatic payment that had been charged to my credit card and hoped I would enjoy the service for the coming year. The problem? I didn't order the service they thanked me for reauthorizing. It wasn't a lot of money, about 80 bucks, but I did not order that service. There was a link in the email I could click on if I had any questions. Well, I did not click on that email because never, never click on the links in such an email. But I did have two potential problems. Did the company charge me for something I didn't order? And did my credit card get charged? So, in a new tab, I logged into the company and checked my billing history. They had the correct history with the service I did purchase. They had no indication that I had signed up for the other service. Well, that was enough, but I still wanted to check my credit card, so I logged into my account with the credit card company and checked my purchases. There was no indication that I had been charged for the service that the letter thanked me for reauthorizing. So, once again, I let my email provider know that this was a phishing attempt. So the Christmas season may have officially come to an end, but don't worry, the scamming season is well underway. So take special care. Now, if you check my notes, you'll see I have links to a couple of articles, and I would encourage you to check them out. But before I go, I'd like to share a blessing with you from the Old Testament. May the Lord bless and protect you. May the Lord's face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious to you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. Number 6, 24 to 26. Until the next time, be the reason someone smiles today. Music